Bold to Save presents Whitewash, a Paranoia actual play podcast. Episode 3. Is this your syringe? Previously on Whitewash, our intrepid heroes, Task Force Epsilon 718, made their way to production, logistics and commissary to collect their assigned mission equipment. Here they get into a lot of accusatory name-calling, which ultimately resulted in an internal security alert and the warehouse virtually emptying of other troubleshooters. This had the added bonus of letting them skip to the front of the queue and sign for their two crates worth of mission equipment. In the midst of this, team leader Raj R. Fab 1 managed to get his hair set on fire. With the equipment collected, the team should be ready to start their mission. Or are they? You make your way to the back of the warehouse. There are two large heavy crates waiting for you there and they've got the team code Epsilon 718 written there on the back of them and beside them there is a Jackobot. Now Jackobots are the standard robots used around Alpha Complex. They're humanoid, they can do all sorts of different tasks. Um, They're fitted with Asimov circuits which means they can't harm humans in any way at all. Alphanet entry. Robots. Robot is a term used in Alpha Complex to refer to any sapient, non-organic mechanism capable of manipulating abstracts and making intuitive leaps. In other words, they're machines that think. Robots consist of a central processing unit and peripherals. The CPU is often referred to as the bot brain, a highly sophisticated phototonic processor in a matrix of artificial diamond. CPUs are generally enclosed in tough, protective cartridges made of titanium and boron nitride and plugged into the rest of the bot. Everything else, appendages, speakers, video scanners and so on, are peripherals. Bot brains are not necessarily interchangeable. One cannot, for example, take a scrub bot's brain and plug it into a dock bot chassis and expect it to perform feats of medical wonder. In fact, Given that the scrub bot is programmed to clean and, well, scrub, the resultant confusion can often be quite messy, not to mention terminal. The chances of such mix-ups taking place in Alpha Complex are well within acceptable margins of error. All bots have Asimov circuits implanted, which enforce the five laws of robotics revised. These laws state that a robot must follow the computer's orders above all else, human's orders except when they conflict with the computers and they must try and preserve themselves from danger and damage except when other orders have priority. Cases of Asimov circuits malfunctioning or being tampered with are rare, but when this does happen and a robot starts behaving erratically, it is said to have gone Frankenstein. The results of this behaviour can vary from the humorous, in the case of most scrub bots, to the terminal, in the case of warbots. 
Robots do not have a security clearance and all are considered to be inferior to humans. However, some are specifically programmed to ignore orders given by humans below a certain security clearance. Because of the extreme degrees of control that humans exercise over robots, and because bots are intelligent thinking machines, many of them resent and fear their biological masters and are often seeking ways to remove or damage their Asimov circuits. This often leads to bots frequently interpreting human commands in the most counterproductive and annoying manner possible. Troubleshooters often find themselves devoting the same amount of time into wording orders to bots as do people dealing with genies and other wish-granting trickster spirits. Given the amount of effort expended, it is usually less trouble for the clone to just perform the task themselves. The secret societies that have the most interaction with bots are Corporal Metal and the Frankenstein Destroyers. Corporal Metal see humanity as obsolete and irrational and instead want to create a new age of reason where robots and machines rule all. While the majority of their members are robots, there is a substantial human auxiliary who recognise the purity of machine reasoning and want to assist in creating a perfect society of rationality and efficiency free of superfluous biological intelligences. Either that, or they simply want really cool cyborg limbs. Corporal Metal is considered a Category B secret society, which is to say that whilst the principles are not unduly founded upon, other, more extreme acts that they may carry out are genocide of humans, for example. The Frankenstein destroyers distrust and hate all forms of artificial life, working on the premise that whilst man has a soul to guide his actions, artificial intelligence is unfeeling, evil and immoral. They see technology as tools for man's use and intelligent machines as a perversion of the natural order. As a result, they seek to damage and destroy them whenever possible. Oddly enough, in a complex ruled over by an intelligent computer, the Frankenstein Destroyers are a Category C secret society. Internal security will show no mercy to anyone discovered to be a member. As we will see shortly, Task Force Epsilon 718 includes a member of both of these societies. What a happy coincidence! Jackabot Epsilon 718 at your service. Please pick up crates. It extends its arms and it picks up the first crate. I can manage one crate. Thank you. Well, I'll get the other, um, after all, the equipment guy. So, um, that's fine. Yeah, just, if, would you mind uh, wearing these gloves? Jackabot, if you just step aside. Oh, yes, okay. yeah, of course. Those are regulation gloves, of course. Of course, there, yes. So, you take the crates and are you making your merry way to the food bats? We're very hey, Jackabot, is there, a, uh, is there a changing room or somewhere private so that we can put on these jumpsuits? Yes, citizen. You may find many communal bathrooms around Alpha Complex. Why don't we change first? Because if we change when we actually get there, what's the point of a disguise, right? I think this is really sensible and also gives us an opportunity uh, just to wash our hands on the way. So yeah, 20 seconds at least, and everyone make sure you great. sing the 20 second loyalty song while you do it. Of course. Would you like to demonstrate yeah. that, please? Ah, uh, yeah. Wait wait a second. You don't have it memorized? Oh, we do. I do. I just like to see your performance. Let's all sing it at okay. the same time. It makes me happy. All right, count us down. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. So the twenty-second loyalty song we all know starts with "Computer, Computer, I Love You," and okay. then I guess we'll see. We'll test everybody's memory from there. Are we ready? 
Mm-hmm. Of Absolutely. course. <laughs> Tracy puts his hands up like an orchestra conductor. All right. <laughs> computer, computer. Uh, pretty terrible. That was pretty bad, and you should all be ashamed. I always thought it. I always thought it was strange that they made us sing it so slowly that they didn't just put more words in it. But I, I appreciate the content of of the song. It is truly heartwarming. I, I am notoriously tone deaf. I thought tone deafness was illegal, Susan, but never mind. I don't think I get changed. I want to get into a cube called my own. I'm okay. worried about his phone call. I follow Paul R <clears throat> wherever he goes to change in his cubicle. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. There are plenty of hormone suppressants in Alpha Complex, so it's a completely natural thing to do. Absolutely. I don't mean it in a sexual way. I just don't like being alone. I'm going to check on this um, Jacobot and just make sure that it's working properly. So while I'm completely naked, I'm going to stare straight at Paul R. So uh, what do you think about robots? I, for one, love them. Yeah, quite amazing. I like to, to work on them and, and fix them up and make them... Uh, just as good, if not better, than they originally were. I could not agree more. Why, if anything was to happen to the robots, I, I dare say, uh, Frank Computer and myself would be most, most upset. Well, that's why I'm here, to to, to make sure that never happened. Uh, it's, that, is, that is fantastic. And I cannot wait to get to the food bats and, and make sure nothing bad happens. Don't you agree, Paul R? 100%. Good, good. That's, that's, that's what I thought. Well, I'm going to leave. And he walks out completely naked uh, and then remembers he was supposed to be changing and then doubles back. <laughs> You're not in your regulation red uniform, citizen. Yeah, no, that's, that's my fault. I got carried away with the Gavin and whatnot. Make sure you wipe. <laughs> I did. And I made sure Paul did, too. It was hard to reach with the tech backpack on. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, you notice as you guys are getting changed that Raj appears to be rifling through your clothing. Alphanet entry PDCs. How strange. A lot of our troubleshooters are behaving rather oddly. Wonder why that is? Well, it's probably down to the fact that several of them have been getting messages from the PDCs. What's a PDC, you ask? All troubleshooters are equipped with a Series 1300 Personal Data Companion, or PDC for short. This is the latest and greatest in Alpha Complex smartphone technology and has a small colour touchscreen, a stylus, a built-in camera and is protected in a chunky red plastic case. A PDC can download all manner of apps, provided the user is of the requisite security clearance of course. PDCs can be used to contact key mission personnel and the computer, provided they are available and willing to take your call. All images, data and voice messages from a citizen's PDC are instantly copied to their personal, passphrase protected online file storage area made available as a public service by those nice folks over at Internal Security. Insect reserves the right to peruse a citizen's file storage area at any time. Insect may modify, delete, copy and distribute citizen's private files at any time without prior notice. Insect may, in the interest of complex security, use the information contained in a citizen's private file storage area to detain, incriminate, defame, frame, arrest and otherwise render compliant a citizen at any given time. Information on a citizen's private storage area may be sold to HPDMC for use in infomercials, advertising, educational documentaries, true crime dramas and show trials. Information stored in a citizen's private storage area may be collected for use against other citizens as part of ongoing insect investigations. The computer is your friend. Speaking of messages, let's put on our internal security hats and take a look into some of our troubleshooters' online file storage areas, shall we? 
to Walt R. From Omnis. Get Citizen Raj R. Fab alone. When you are, send the following message from your PDC to PDC number 29543. Britax season, Delta, override. Ensure the citizen Raj R is detained for at least five minutes alone with you. If this situation changes, send the following message. Liberty Greystroke. Failure is unacceptable. I see all. 2. Chris R. From 01100110011010111010110100 Stinking meat sacks, so dependent on their precious food. Gain access to the bot brain controlling the vat mixer and convince it to rebel. Failing that, attempt to destroy at least one vat. We also have intelligence that Paul R. DFT is a member of the Frankenstein Destroyers and may be planning to plant a bomb near the VAT Mixer's bot brain. Keep a close eye on him and prevent him hurting our metal friends. 2. Rajar from Merlin Whoa, dude. Someone on your team is like stolen from us. Taking a flask of space juice. Get it back. If you do, feel free to try some. We think it might be Chris R. Bow who has it. However, if they've like imbibed, they'll be talking real gnarly. Far out. Cosmic. Peace. I run over to Raj. Uh, excuse me. What do you think you are doing with my laser pistol aiming at his head? Well, I'm just doing a mandatory check of your belongings. Oh, Perhaps I'm sorry. maybe you have something that you shouldn't have. As the team leader, it is my job to make sure everybody only has the things that they are supposed to have. And as the happiness Isn't officer, it? you're affecting I'm sorry. my happiness. Can I just point out that it's the role of the equipment guy to check equipment? It is the team's not leader. The leader. And it's therefore treasonous busy, to busy, act outside of your role. Busy, one yeah, thing at the, a time, The equipment please. guy appears to be checking over the robot. There's a few sparks flying off it. Doesn't look anything too dangerous. In case it wasn't obvious, Walt isn't actually checking over the robot. He's trying unsuccessfully and cat-handedly to remove its Asimov circuits. I excuse me, but it is the leader's job to be responsible for everything. Now only a communist would belie a true leader's authority over everyone else. But a true leader never, never, never usurps the role of another guy. That's not true. A true leader usurps the authority of everyone around him. He is the leader. Including the computer. The, That's rather worrying. The computer. Let's ask the computer's no, opinion. The computer is not a someone. It is the everything. How dare you say that it is someone? It is not a someone. Are you suggesting the computer is not my friend? Frank Computer. Hey, Frank Computer. You, you there? Good day, Citizen Chris R. At your service. Hey, uh, real quick question, Frank Computer. Is it appropriate for the team leader to check to make sure that I am both loyal and then also to steal from me. Is that is that Alpha Complex protocol? Are you doubting your own loyalty, citizen? Oh, never, Frank Computer. That's why I thought 
because this member of our team seems to think he knows better than you, and I, I cannot imagine such a terrible transgression. Which team member do you refer to, citizen? Why, of course, Raj R. Fab One. He also had a pamphlet in his back pocket earlier today. Uh, Paul, can you can you play back that footage of you zooming in on his buttocks? Yeah, yeah. Show us the uh, show us the buttocks tape, if you would, please. <laughs> Roll that tape. Roll that tape, Paul. <laughs> Roll that ass footage, please. <laughs> Paul is still uh, putting on his jumpsuit in the changing room. This is a little white lie on Paul's behalf. Paul is actually not in the changing room. He left the changing room several minutes ago. He's en route to his secret society to collect, amongst other things, black paint. Paul is soon going to find out that black paint is not readily available in Alpha Complex. Indeed, it is security clearance ultraviolet. After all, if you were the computer, would you want people repainting your high security areas black where every infrared could access them? Probably not. In addition to this, when Paul arrives at ProTech, they inform him that they wish him to help increase the production of CFD's sector food vats. To this end, they provide him with a plasma-powered output booster. They've asked him to get access to the bot mixer's brain and attach it to the brain. And once attached, all he Paul has to do is press the activate button, wait for a minute and watch that baby go. Oh, and Protech also inform him that Tracy RPIG is an internal security agent. I'm going to get on one knee. Computer, I am but a humble servant. I was just ensuring that my leadership, and therefore your leadership, was unchallenged by any strange belongings on this happiness office. Citizens, I am detecting stress in your voice patterns. Happiness officer, please administer pharmaceutical therapy. Have a nice day. Thank and you. I take a pill and I shove it down Raj's throat and I close his mouth <laughs> and I stroke his throat. So he uh, swallows it. And I, shh, 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 there you are. There you are. Calm down. Calm down. All right. And I take one myself. Oh, that's a good stuff. Um, did I find anything in his belongings? Like, I'm still looking through them. Like, this did not deter me. <laughs> <laughs> whilst Lindsay, Chris, and Raj are confronting each other, and whilst Walt is busy making repairs to the robot, Tracy is currently helping himself to grenades from the team's equipment. So I, I like put my hand on this, I have a syringe, like, so what exactly is this? Well, to be honest, I don't know, because it is, well, it's a long story. You don't even know what your own thing is? Well, see, it's a long story. When I was taking care of the robots the other day, I found inside the manifold of one of the vending bots this suspicious syringe. Now, I found it by the other day, of course, I mean just before we were called out by a friend computer to come take care of these food vats, and it slipped my mind, and I slipped it in my back pocket to, of course, report to friend computer later. So It just, slipped your mind to report much, to friend computer? I mean, you're like one and on a friend? lot of drugs. I mean, I am on a lot of drugs. Uh, I not only am the purveyor of them, I am an enthusiast. Because happiness, as we all know, is mandatory. It's Raj holding the syringe. Yes. I'm holding. I'm also holding his stuff in the other hand. Like, obvious. It seems maybe, strange. Maybe you better give that to me. Maybe you better let me hang on to that. If it's the unaccounted for equipment, um, I should be the one to carry it. This is true. But if it is, in fact, contraband, it should be handed over to friend computer immediately. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. 
I meant to just simply slip my mind. Frank Peter, please take this suspicious syringe off of uh, off of my my team leader Raj, who is holding this suspicious syringe in a threatening manner towards myself. I'm and literally holding it like this, like flailing it around in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> that is flailing a syringe in someone's face is threatening. I don't know where you come from, but I don't plunger go to grocery first. stores. Plunger first. I'm pointing the actual barb like near me. <laughs> you just be careful what you're doing. That um, needles can can. Sometimes cause infection and such. Maybe we should put oh, it in your bag or something. Put it in my bag? Put it in my well, bag. I, th- I think I should be the one carrying that, don't you? I'm the I do. equipment guy. We'll, I do we'll believe we'll if anybody should be holding it, it should be the equipment manager. Yeah, hand it over. Hand it over. Uh, no, not point first. I will, I will <clears throat> hand it over to the equipment guy. All right, I will take the mystery syringe. All right, we'll put that in a safe place. All right, everybody got their jumpsuits on? Yes. All ready to go. Everyone got their shoe covers on as well? We don't want to get in any dirt on the boots, do we? Yeah, the regulation shoe covers, check. Excellent. All right, I have a good feeling about this. We are serving friend computer. Now let's get our job done. Thank you for listening to Whitewash, a Paranoia actual play podcast. Thanks have to go to our wonderful cast of players slash voice actors. They are, in no particular order, Alex Adams as Chris R, Che Webster as Lindsay R, Paul Page as Paul R, Ryan Mossberger as Raj R, Ben Drury as Tracy R, John Cohen as Walt R, and Keely Wilson as a computer. Some of these folks have podcasts of their own. I'll include details in the show notes, so please give them a listen. We're pretty sure you'll like them. We're a regular addition to the Roll to Save lineup, with new episodes appearing every month. If you would like to get in touch with us, please find us on Twitter at SavePodcast or email us at roll.2.save.pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Roll to Save. But always on the lookout for new cast members, so if you fancy giving Paranoia a go, please let us know. If you've got nice things to say about the podcast, please take the time to leave a review on your podcast directory of choice. Those five stars go a long way to get the visibility that we need. Thank you very much. And remember, stay alert, trust no one, keep your laser handy.